So welcome to another uh, Next Generation's First Generation Shore Leave episode, where we look at movies that were released 30 years ago in 1989. Today we're going to look at the kickoff to the Disney Renaissance, The Little Mermaid, which I saw in the theater when it came out. I was seven years old, went with my parents and my grandparents in Portland, Oregon. Oh. Yeah. I think I remember seeing this when I was in high school-ish. Like, it was one of those things where the teacher brought in a tape and pushed play, and we were all like, oh, this is kind of cool. Oh, it's for our choir class. It was one of the first big VHSs. I still have. It's not one that I grew up owning, but I did acquire a VHS of The Little Mermaid. Um, I want to keep this today uh, a family-friendly commentary, so... If you come across this and for some reason you know want to play it for your kids, we can. Okay. There is uh, there is some some darkness, but we're not we're not going to go any darker than, than PG. We'll talk. We may talk about the original story, but yeah, other than that, um, other all than that, that stuff gonna, was. Other than that, we're going to keep it keep it family friendly. Yeah, all that stuff was overly covered in other shows and media outlets and blah blah blah. Alright, well, let's go ahead and queue up our lovely hey, DVD. Hey, you forgot to introduce our guests. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I have with me this very delicious cup of coffee. Yes. <laughs> it's a very nice cup. Vancouver it's, Island. Yeah. Shout out to Vancouver Island. Yeah. And, and, the, and the person giving the shout out to Vancouver Island is... Me! Hello, me. What's your name? <laughs> Jem. Jem. Yeah. Nice to meet you, Jim. Yeah. How are you today? I'm the only one of you. And you're the only one of me? Yeah. Oh, that's getting Taylor Swifty. <laughs> All right. And then we also have our good friend of the show, Bryant. Hi. Yay. Cool. And uh, I think yeah. that's it. We're ready right. to go. So cue up your viewing square, and we're going to give you the countdown. Here we go. Five, four, three, two, and one. I don't know when, I don't know how, but I think something's starting right now. Do we know? Oh, this isn't even the beginning of the movie. Hang on. Whoops! Oh. Abort! Just kidding. Yeah. What are we doing for the next Charlie movie? Um, either All Dogs Go to Heaven or, um, here we go. Here's the beginning. The the 2019 DVD 30th anniversary release. So it's the new Disney logo rather than the one that showed with the movie, which is always... A little bit disappointing for nostalgia freaks like That's me. That's true. Want to see the want to see the real castle and the yeah. hear the real music, the little you know white stamp castle, not this CGI castle. Well, I was just thinking since we did Star Trek Five last time, and they actually kept saying shore leave, and then this is actually about being on the shore. Oh. So like. How funny would it be if all of the 1989 Shore Leave movies had something to do with the shore? Well, our next one does take place in Louisiana, which is on the Gulf Coast, so that does kind of tie in. And it's funny because I had said watching that, Sasha and I watched it in preparation last week, and I was saying that I didn't think that it looked anything like a Disney movie. But now watching this, I can tell that they were really trying to, you know, figure out what what it was kids wanted to watch as far as animation, and they were definitely looking at Don Bluth, who made that. And, like, the color scheme here, this kind of dark, muddy colors right now as they're here on the ship. 
Yeah, they, they've got a lot of Don Bluth colors here. Yeah, the sky is very Don Bluth. That's uh, in relation to All Dogs Go to Heaven, correct? Yes. This voice does not match his body. No. Our guy, uh, oh, go ahead, Sasha. Oh, I just found it odd. Uh, so I just went on a ship that's similar to this, and these ships like have crews of 300 people. Yeah. Not, not just five or six in a random corner. Anyway, so you were saying. The, um, this guy Grimsby is voiced by the guy that was the voice of uh, Roger in 101 Dalmatians. No! And both characters smoke a pipe as one of their big things. That fish survived! Yep. Now warn everybody. And look how they draw fish in here versus how they look in Finding Nemo. I was just oh, thinking yeah. that with the seagulls. Yep. Because mm-hmm. the seagulls in Finding Nemo look completely different. Well, these seagulls look kind of like, uh, especially Scuttle, who's going to show up Ooh, later. Reminds cool me very fact. much of Jeremy the Crow in um, Secret of Nim, who's voiced by Dom DeLuise. Ooh, yes. And I this, would agree with yeah. that. This seagull is voiced by Buddy Hackett, who is a very kind of a similar type of a character to Dom DeLuise. Why is it Dom DeLuise in at least two Bluth movies? He's in several Bluth movies. Mm-hmm. He's in... Um, what is it? Um, he's in Nim. He's in uh, American Tale. He's in uh, All Dogs Go to Heaven. It's a really human-looking eye, right? Yeah. There. <laughs> well, they're trying to show what sea life might be, and I don't think they quite understood what sea life was back then. I don't know when was this made? Eighty-nine. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. When I was thinking of a merman. Yeah. Merman. There are mermen. Well, because we'd watch the outtakes of Howard the Merman. <laughs> That's Howard? one of the spe- yeah. It's one of the special features on this is Howard the Merman. Oh, I missed it. He was a very human, geeky looking. He looked like he should yeah. be one of those kind of a nebbish merman. Like nice. a, a newbie reporter on a on a fledgling 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 newspaper. And that's Nancy Cartwright, the voice of Bart Simpson. Wow! Here's King Titan. And his well, no, I can totally swim. Now but... this is <laughs> this is the big Don Bluth could see is how they make his Triton light up like that. Don Bluth movies always have some object that's like brighter than the rest of the animation. Gustavius. Mm. Yep. Because he's like a little crab. He's got his goldfish chariot. That are more like horses. Yeah, he's yeah. a very, very Caribbean crab. He's <laughs> also the same guy who, uh... Oh, he was a voice in a recent movie, too. I can't remember what it was. I want to say he was the same voice as, um, As the dragon in Milan? No. No, that was Eddie Murphy. Oh, yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm confusing my wires. So, in Kimmy Schmidt... The male lead played Sebastian in oh, Little and, Mermaid and on the Ice. Broad, right. Oh, okay. Okay, that's where there's my confusion. Yeah. Um, what was the name on Kimmy Schmidt? Titus. Uh, yeah. Something. And he was also the voice actor for the crab creature in uh, Moana. No, that was um, what's his name? Jermaine Clement was the crab creature in Moana. Ah, uh, Shawnee. That yep. guy. Yes, that's. Jermaine oh, Clement. okay. 
Oh, are these <laughs> the daughters? Well. Yeah. The who? And they all look vaguely like um, the ugly stepsisters from yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Cinderella. Cinderella. Yeah. But they like her sister. They like their sister. Yeah, I mean it's her it's her kind of coming out party. Oh, someone missed their <laughs> mark. Angry. Father is angry. That's why, you know, that you have call times. Mm-hmm. There's Ariel and Flounder, her chubby best friend. Mm-hmm. I always thought that Ariel's face was a little bit too flexible, like it was made out of gelatin. Oh, rather yeah. Than... But that's the, I mean, that's the idea. Well, they are in but water. It, but it made, um, I mean, this is the template for what Disney princesses were going to look like, you know, from here on out. Um <clears throat> We hadn't had a princess in a long time. So the last Disney princess before Ariel was uh, Princess Elenwee from the Dark uh, Black Cauldron. Ah, uh, okay. I don't think I've seen that one. It is not a good movie. It looks cool, but it is not a good movie. It's one of Disney's biggest disasters. Oh, look at that chubby. is. It's all jowly. You ever see a jowly fish, Sasha? Uh, no, I don't think yeah. I have. Uh-oh, it says escape. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me wonder if the writers go back and watch some of these older films and try to look for linking scenes. Could be. He got scared because he saw a human skeleton, which is a little bit bizarre. I think I was flounder in another lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Yeah. Would you get scared if you saw a fish skeleton? Yes. He's, it's okay. not so much a fish as he's just a... He's a swimming head, yeah. basically. So that she just fa- found herself a fork. Reminds me of those really... They started making the Disney princess of mouse ears and... Uh, they have really cool aerial ones, and it has a, a fork stuck in the middle of it. That's cool. Oh, nice. <laughs> now is... Here's the question. Is it made of, like, hair, or is it, like, a plastic mold that looks like Ariel's hair? Uh... Well, I don't know if it's hair. Like, I think it's, like, purple and sequiny, like, her yeah. top, and then there's just a fork in the middle. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Thanks. If you didn't know, wouldn't you think that it was just like saying, you know, I want to stick a fork in a fish and eat it? <laughs> huh. um, now, because on the Little Mermaid ride, she has like molded plastic hair. Oh. However, her dad just has like a beard and like like a wizard wig thing going on. <laughs> like he's got like, like it's just a, they took like a mannequin top half and a fish bottom half. And put like a like a Just wig like, that you would get at displaying costume on. Oh. <laughs> so it seems unrealistic to me that that shark would be so hungry to eat half a ship. Yeah. Really wanted. I forgot about this guy. Yeah, Buddy Hackett. A very, very Don Bluthy character. Oh yeah. Reminds me of. Um, isn't there a bird that that gives uh, the rescuers a ride? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, That's who he reminds me of. 
That was an albatross. Yeah. Yes. Well, here they're, like you said, the two studios were in competition with each other for artistic talent. And this year it was All Dogs Go to Heaven versus The Little Mermaid. And The Little Mermaid trounced All Dogs Go to Heaven. But I saw I saw both movies in the theater as a seven-year-old. And I'll tell you what, that All Dogs Go to Heaven was the only Don Bluth movie I ever saw in the theater. Huh. And I saw every Disney animated release after this, except for Rescuers Down Under, which was the one from the next year. Mm-hmm. But from Beauty and the Beast through um, Mulan, I saw every single one of them in the big screen. Wow. Like the first one I missed was uh, Hunchback, which I still have never seen, nor have I seen... Uh, You've never seen Hunchback? I've never seen Hunchback. Wow. I've never seen Hercules. Hunchback is really good. I've heard that. I need to watch it. This guy's giving out some bad advice. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I know people like this. That they will just... Whatever they don't know, they just absolutely make up. Yeah. And they stand behind it, too. And they, yes. I remember seeing this thing on Facebook. It was like a... Realistic photograph versus... Uh, Enter the villains. Oh, yeah, with the glowing eyes. The, so the real, the realistic aerial versus the the fake... Or the, the animated aerial. So, like, her hair's perfect when she comes out of the water versus this big ratty mess. Yeah. Or makeup and no makeup. Now, the villainous here, Ursula, who has the bottom half of an octopus, which I thought was about the coolest thing in the world when I was in seventh grade. I mean, not seventh grade, when I was seven. Mm-hmm. She's not a mer person. She's a half octopus. She is, her design and how it was spoken is all based on the famous drag queen Divine, who was the star oh. of Hairspray, which we covered last That's year. That's right. Shortly. Now, um, she's voiced by the awesome, awesome Pat Carroll, who is still Alive at 97 now, so wow. Pat Carroll was 67 when she did this in the movie. So she wants to bring down Triton, or she wants to bring down Ariel, or both? She wants to bring down Triton. She's going to say yeah. later, you know, poor princess, you weren't even the one that I wanted to do this to. Oh, Brian, you never said when you saw this the first time. When did you see this, Bryant? Because you were uh, in your late uh, teens when this came out. I think I might have saw it at my girlfriend's house. Ah. Oh. Don't tell Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember where I was. I just rem- well, no, I, I would have been in Germany. Yeah, surely they would. They would have. They would have had it on the base. I would figure that. Yeah. They've got a. They've got to deal with Disney where they're going to get their movies. Oh, for sure. I just... Because I remember seeing... Oh, no, that was in Pennsylvania. 101 Dalmatians. Huh. That was a cup That came... That was theatrically re-released a couple years after this. Yeah. I went and saw that in the theater with my grandpa. Well, I saw this with my grandpa, too, but it was a whole big family outing. Maybe I didn't see it when it first came out then. Because I remember seeing it actually in Washington, and that was 92. Huh. So... Maybe it was a year, or maybe it was a few years before I saw it. Huh. That's crazy. Yeah, it's weird. What? As long as you live under my ocean. <laughs> yeah. 
he's 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 not a very redeemable character like at all. He's just mad all the time. Well, it's Papa's angry character. Yeah. That's his whole job. Yeah, we love him, but he's angry at us. We we just let him down. We like he's the king, so he sits in this completely empty room, like by himself, talking to this tiny crab. But he but he does have what seven or eight other yeah. children. Yeah, where are they? They're not necessary in the movie now. You see them about two two other times. So if Titan was anything like Zeus... Triton. Oh, Triton? My bad. Now, is he modeled after Zeus? No, he... So What's his story? Do we know? The mythology of Triton is that Triton is one of uh, Poseidon's sons. I believe he is the son of um, Poseidon and... um, Oh, who's the who's the goddess of love? Um, Venus. Well, that's the Roman name. But yeah, uh, Aphrodite. Did we lose our record, Sasha? No. Okay. Aphrodite. Yeah, I believe he's the son of Aphrodite and uh, Poseidon. Aphrodite could go underwater. Aphrodite was. Um, Well, most of the oh, gods no. can turn themselves yeah. into other things. Yeah. No, I'm thinking of it's not Aphrodite. It's there was a goddess that like began as like pink mist and rode in on a seashell. And yeah, the Roman name is Venus. Oh, um... all right. But that's Triton's mama. Okay. And this looks this is so weird. Cause it looks like sun bleached. No. So we're in Ariel's trove. She's checking out all her things. She's got a fork, a spoon, a knife, and this uh, uh, this uh, candle candelabra. Candelabra is that what it's yeah. called? Yeah. Hey, and she somehow has put the set together. Yeah. So what's funny here is um, my uh, a friend of a friend had a friendship end over one of the lyrics to this song. Really? Oh. Yep. Wow. It's the, you want thingamabobs? I've got 20. But some people think that lyric is plenty. And, oh. yeah, a friendship was ended over whether it was 20 or plenty. She's got 20. Oh, there you <laughs> go. I always thought it wow. was 20. Yeah. <laughs> huh. So she's singing about how she wants more stuff. Yeah. Well, she oh, wants you no. know, life fulfillment or whatever. Yeah, like not more stuff. So, what's going on in her life in the mer person world where where she doesn't feel included? She's supposed to sing with her sisters all the time. The Sebastian, the crab, is the um, court composer, and basically he throws these shows to have um, all of the mermaids sing to everybody, you know, for the glory of the king. That look, that right there looks difficult to animate. Oh yeah, they said it was this. This they almost weren't able to do, where she reaches through this hole. Well, it's you're animating in three dimensions. Yeah. Even though it's a two dimensional rep- representation of a body going in three different way, you know, up, down, left, right. And I mean, they had to have had a separate animator for her hair and her body. Yeah. Right. And notice they didn't part of the, bother putting scales on her lower part. Yeah. Oh. Did they or did they? Why did they? I never noticed that. Hmm. No. No scales. Yeah. 
What? What would have been Mind insane blown. to animate this? You know, they. This would be okay. This might be right for a maybe not a live version, but a re reanimated. Yeah, to put scales on her. And the scales could keep up if you had yeah. a CGI to to you know move with the movements. Huh. I could see that as an overlay. Yeah, well, this is this is what was like impossible to do there, reaching huh. out of that hole. Interesting. But um this was almost cut from the movie apparently because when they showed it to test mm. audiences, all the kids started like yelling and throwing stuff. Oh, oh, why? Yeah. Just cuz they were little kids, you know, it's not it's so that she could reach it? <laughs> or like throwing and throwing stuff why? So she can No, just it? just because it was, you know, kids in a room being shown a movie to see if they'd like it. Oh. And they just didn't like that song. Huh. I mean that 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 song right there, I mean, has carried the movie for decades. Yeah. In fact, if you show this to theater geeks, they all become six years old again. Yeah. And I was thinking about the very first song, like that poor first song was a complete flop. Mm-hmm. Oh, so this is a top secret collection. Yes. She's not allowed to have human stuff. Imagine having a fish hook. That's like me walking around with bullets. Yeah. <laughs> I cut the like yeah. syringes. Yeah. It's tough. Because um, like at the, at the time this came out, like most people didn't understand that it was like not okay to like do like an imitation of his voice. This was this was a uh, this was a movie where I liked it so much that I did the, you know the the tape you know the version of it where I just kind of didactically recited lines into a tape recorder. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean, I I can't I cannot stress how much, how great I thought this thing was when I was seven. I mean, I remember. You know what the world was like before there was the Little Mermaid, and what it was like after there was the Little Mermaid. Huh, and even big. I was talking to my mom today; she was, you know, about the same age I am now, is thirty nine when this came out, and you know, she thought it was incredible. Of course, you know there there are all sorts of of issues with it. It is, uh, you know, Matt's not here with us. He strenuously objected to uh, our covering this movie because he feel he feels like it is. Uh, it sexualizes this character. Uh, I don't really... I, I don't think that it does within the context of the movie. I could see somebody seeing a picture from this and going, oh, that's messed up. Because I was just thinking, yeah, if I were a kid, I wouldn't look at it that way. Well, no. there was also the controversy behind the hidden elements in the animation, which yeah, you can, re- you can research yeah. on your own time. I don't want to get too into yeah. that. Um, but what, what I... My biggest objection to this film that I can kind of see where Matt's coming from is that you're serving up a a mute lady yep. to to royalty to marry. And, but that was, and that's more objective, yeah. objectionable than than her swimming around in a in a, a top. But it's cor- but it's it's in the correct context. I mean, yeah. that's what that's what they did. I mean, they would tell women, you know, it's better just not to talk and. Yeah, let whatever happens happens. Of course, a child does not understand that. But <laughs> the, the seagull thinks the human is or the prince is the dog. That's yeah. cute. What came out first, Beauty and the Beast or Lion King? Beauty uh, and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast did yeah. Okay. Because see, I I saw um, this, and then I saw Beauty and the Beast too. But the Lion King was probably like my standout Disney movie. 
that there was everything before and after, like you were saying about this movie. Because that's the one that I would just memorize all of the lines for and thought the music was incredible. And, and we'll probably get to that in our last season, because I think that was a night. Was it 96? It was 94. Huh. That was 12. Um, the. I didn't see it until my 13th birthday, oddly enough. I did see it in the theater, and I've only seen Lion King all the way through once. I've listened oh, to the yeah, soundtrack many times. Yeah, there's nothing about times. falling for the princess. You're told to marry the president princess. Yeah. yeah. And then you have you know, your consorts. I don't care for Eric as a character, like, at all. Yeah, everybody, you know, like, this is most people's, like, favorite prince, and I'm like, really? I don't... Yeah. He doesn't really do much. No. He's just a hot boy. Yeah. He's That's like probably what? why he's the, the popular one, I mean, but I'm like, eh. he, he's like He's like three months away from the gym of, like, being the I can't believe it's not butter guy. I mean, yeah. he, just needs, <laughs> he just needs more, you know, peck. Um... On Fabio? Yes. Yeah. On your, your hair. On your sitcoms where they had like the daughter's hat, you know, the daughter is the main character on the sitcom, like the sixteen year old girl. And so she had to have a boyfriend that was totally two dimensional. I mean that's yeah. what Eric was like. Yeah. I mean really the only like three dimensional boyfriends you 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 really had at this time was uh, Skippy on Family Ties. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, I'm a little lost here. Why Why did Prince Eric get a big statue of him for his birthday? Like, Because the... Grimsby wanted to make it for him. That's just the kind of a guy Grimsby is. Grimsby, Grimsby <laughs> did like him. He's not a bad guy. Yeah. Oh, she fell in the water, but guess what? She can live in the water. Yeah. Everything's okay. And this is very... Re- just like how they animated the fi- how they animate the fire here. Right. All very reminiscent of Don Bluth stuff. And that even reminds me of the lake and fire boat thing where the dog's in yeah. the devil boat. Yeah. Well, I was going to say more because American Tail had come out. So you had a big sea storm in that one. Right. Oh, there goes the... Uh, the statues is down. Well, that's what you get oh, keeping the on deck. Really? That dog should know how to swim. Yeah. Yeah. Just realizing how many Disney movies have water limits to them. So there's this one, and there's Moana, and then there's Finding Nemo. Like, you can't go past a certain point in the water. Yeah. Well, I think, um, what's it called? Moana would be a good example of, you know, a 21st century update. Yeah. Yeah. For the story. Hey, the dog swam to the boat. Look at that. Oh, yeah. there it goes. The whole ship exploded. Oh, no, your ship exploded. They're, they're, so who's the king now, Grimsby? Yeah. <laughs> you know, their crew dead. just gets sh- smaller and smaller, and now it's like six guys in a boat. Yeah. Oh, she gets him? She saves him? Yes. Oh, 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 oh. must be a magical bit bikini top that it never falls off. I would love to see this remade where they just put a CGI sea lion over everything that uh, Ariel is. God, look so at when this. She, so when she speaks, she just goes oh, oh, oh. Look at the rock formations on I this beach. It's like, it's, I would, this is like those, those beaches that Edgar Allan Poe and H.P. Uh, Lovecraft talk about where they just look like they're on huh. other planets. Well, it's the Washington coast here, so... Yeah. 
Her and I, and I and me, and our kingdom by the sea. Well, I was just thinking that one of the rocks just looked like a really oversized barnacle. Cue the Taylor Swift music right now. Right. Yeah. Has anybody watched uh, the latest uh, Black Mirror with the uh, Miley Cyrus episode? No. no. It's bizarre. Oh, Sebastian washed up just to see this. Oh, he they is... They rewrote Head Like a Hole by Nine Inch Nails <laughs> to be a pop song. No. Oh. Yeah. Of course, this is the the mermaid fable. Okay, this I could kind of see where, you know, they're trying to... Where Ariel could be totally sexualized. Yeah, she is 16. I would have loved to see them animate her flopping back. Yeah, no, I was <laughs> yeah. just thinking that. It's like, a, that's what we should have saw. There's so they've, many done that in so, they've done that in something. I can't think of what it is. There's so many missed fish animations. Bad cutscenes. Right, he's well, a little chipper for being just shrip- shipwrecked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he's uh, smitten. He's in love. A beautiful woman creature rescued. No, no, no. the uh, the, uh, the oh, older guy. Yeah, Grimsby. The, yeah. the Grimsby. Okay. Yeah. Now go to the coast and see if he's down there. Yeah. Why is her hair doing this? I don't get it. Cause she's magic. Oh, all right. Well, she's well. Okay, now say she's been out of the water for no. She has she's gone back yeah. in, like so. two seconds. Have you ever? Oh, there's there's this. Um, I don't know if it's a meme or somebody's oh, like an interview. This is the kind of like the famous pose of the little oh, mermaid yeah. in uh, Copenhagen. Yeah. Okay, you were saying. Uh, there's this blog, or you know, somebody. Have has is an artist and has created um, a whole bunch of pictures of the Disney princesses, like what the Disney princesses' hair would actually look like if they had just mm. been there. So, like you know, Ariel has looks like a drowned rat because she's got this wet hair, and like Jasmine just from flying around on a carpet, just like this windswept hair. These little guys oh, really freaked me out. These guys. They're they're the lost souls oh. of all all the deals past. Wow. So here's the next scene with the sisters. And they just hang out, you know, they just hang out at their makeup tables like girls do. Yeah. And but, but yeah, but help you, us out, Jim. Did, did, do you know totally. girls who did this? Oh well, yeah, but not me. Right. Oh, really? <laughs> Explain. This is a world that's foreign to most of us. Dad just do- Dad just doesn't <laughs> knock. He's just like, I'm yeah. just gonna come in here. We're oh. doing this. What girls hanging out by the by the by the makeup table? Makeup table. What are they called again? See, that's how much of a of a girl I of a girly girl I am. I forget what they're called. Vanity so, tables. I'm wondering how many different wives a Triton had to get that to give that, that variety many. of daughters. Right. And they all looked very generic looking. Yep. Probably done by purpose so that you don't overshine Ariel. Well, she's the different one. I think that Ariel had a different mother. Oh, he loves you. Again, again, again. Well, I was just thinking, you know, there's a lot of girls that take, you know, two or three hours to get ready because it takes them, you know, at least an hour just to, like, put their makeup on and then they have to curl their hair. Like, that's exactly what I was thinking. You know, Sebastian, Uh, that probably hurts her. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, here comes the showstopper. I love this song. (laughs) The song that we're not supposed to sing now. Yeah, I just couldn't. 
I keep remember, talking. Keep talking. I remember. <laughs> I remember singing this as a kid. And did you sing it like in that? Yeah. Caribbean. Yeah. Me yeah. too. Well, it's in. It's imitatable. And now and, it's just. And you don't understand the appropriation of it. Yeah. You're just now, having fun. The voice actor for this, that's Under not his real accent, sea. right? No. And actually, okay. James Earl Jones used this accent in the movie once and then apologized for it. Hey, doing Scales! It. Yeah. Yeah. yeah! Well, but it's a still shot, so. Yeah. Oh, okay. that's, why they do, that's why they do that. But even so, you yeah. know, for a still shot, those aren't very defined scales. Yeah. We may have mentioned it in um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. They have Jessica Rabbit show up in that dress with all the sparkles on it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it, cu- it, spe- it took more time to make those sparkles on her dress than it did to animate any of the rest of them. Oh, I believe no it. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. That's a really depressed fish we saw come through. What's that with this guy? <laughs> because he's going to get eaten. I guess he's in trouble. Oh. Wow. Hey, look at that. Everyone's... I think that that's definitely what they concentrated on as far as animation are those like, little bloomy things. Ariel, nothing Prince Eric is going to do with you is going to make you as happy as those seahorses swimming around you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at her face. It's like she's very amused, but the happiest she is is those little seahorses dancing around her. Okay, so there's this lyric that says, When the something begins the begin. What is a begin? It's from that uh, Cole Porter song, When We Begin at the Begin. But what is a begin? <laughs> is it an actual I think it's thing? another way to say beginning. Oh. This is terrible. How long do you think it took them to... <laughs> that was a blackfish in blackface. Yeah. Oh, what? Did you see that? No. I did indeed. And it's in, uh, it's in the Disneyland ride. Oh, no way! Oh. Imagine um, basically stationary figures of all these characters, but they're rotating to different degrees around in a circle. Uh, Well, I guess my question is: when when can you when can you represent something, and when can't you? Because here they're trying to be Caribbean, and I get it, but they're not in the Caribbean. Yeah, like where they where they. This boat sank on the shore. It wasn't some Caribbean island. I would imagine. But Sebastian could have come from the Caribbean. He could have and brought like, brought all these folks compo- with him. No, he's the court composer. Basically, he writes these songs and everybody performs them for him. But if you listen, put- but if you listen to all the other characters, they're singing in his accent too. Yeah. Oh. So ah. that tells me that he either taught them to sing that way, or he told them, "Come with me." And the subtitles for that scene were not in Pigeon English. It doesn't say under the sea. It says under the sea. That's true. Is that what that's called? Pigeon English? No, I was. I probably shouldn't have said that. It's not. That was yeah. a Korean accent. Pigeon is where you take two languages and yeah. speak them together yeah. as one. Like Spanglish. Oh, okay. Well, they do that some in, um, in the Louisiana area. Yeah. French and English. Yeah, Creole. Creole, Creole yeah. It's Pigeon. So now Sebastian thinks that Triton knows about Eric, but he just was listening to his daughters and thinks that Ariel's in love with somebody. Now the voice of Triton is Kenneth Mars, who you probably know best if you're a Malcolm in the Middle fan. He was the German cowboy that um, Malcolm's older brother worked for. And then he was also the... um, 
in uh, the producers as the um, as the Nazi sympathizer that wrote the uh, play Springtime for Hitler. So I just looked up Begin because I was really curious, and it's actually a dance. Oh, cool! It's a vigor- vigorous, popular dance. The vigorous popular dance, and then it, an ad popped up on my phone. <laughs> Lovely. In the West, made popular in the West Indies. Huh. So here, well, there it's his, Triton, his his region. Yeah. Trying something, trying to uh, press something out of him. And my, Sebastian also looks like a Don Bluth character too. Yeah, he kind of does, actually. Humans! Humans! They're tasty! (laughs) A ship full of them just sank over here. Let's nibble on their bits. Bits! Nibbles and bits. (laughs) (laughs) Like Steven Universe. No fries, just the bits, please. So... How? How did they get that statue which doesn't fit in the upper hole or the yeah. lower hole that weighs a ton or more? And, fla- and apparently Flounder did it? Yeah. yeah. He had help. Even yeah. if he had help, how? It'd be funny if he just like leans back and he's got like human abs. Yeah. Like, it was a lot of work. <laughs> I'm not sorry I did it, though. <laughs> See, this is where... Triton would have said, you know what? I'm going to make you ambassador to the human people. Oh, we missed a great pun earlier in the morning. The first time, not earlier in the film, the first time when Sebastian came to visit uh, Ariel, mm-hmm. he says to her, you know, you're under a lot of pressure down here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I've been shown the future before. Literally, humans are responsible for us being dead. Species. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. They ruined the ocean. Oh! Oh, no, you didn't. She just said, I love him. Yeah. She regrets that. Yeah. Such a 16-year-old. What are you going to do to her, man? Oh, he's wow. just going to... All of her stuff, yeah. Just going to trash the room. Okay. Just burn down her bedroom. Man. Trauma, a little yeah. bit. Anger management. That's not going to help him understand. No. Or her understand. Really, I mean, this is just a veiled argue, argument for racism. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in love with this other person who belongs to some other race. That I don't like just because they are another race. Yeah. It's like, why don't I go take you to see them killing a whale? Huh. There yeah, you this go. This is what they do. That would make Enjoy. a lot more sense. Yeah. I wonder why Disney's never t- taken on Shakespeare yet. Well, well what's, the li- what's the Lion King? It's Hamlet. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That is Hamlet. Yeah. It's okay. Hamlet and it's um, Kimba the White Lion from. Um, what's it called? Osama Tezuka. And they've actually made it like really hard to sell anything. Kimba the White Lion, like it's never been, the comic has never been translated into English officially yeah. for U.S. markets. I have, uh, it was on T- it was on TV over here in the 60s, and I have a, a DVD of the, like the first disc of the first season, and it is so The Lion King. Still haven't watched, um, 
Lion King one and a half, which would be awesome because it's supposed to be the equivalent to Rosen, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Yep. I would totally watch that. I've seen it. It's got a neat, neat song in it called Dig a Tunnel. That's the only <laughs> song I remember from it. Obviously, Ariel has not been taught in the ways of Stranger Danger. Nope. Okay, they're... Oh, no, they just switched places. Same oh, eyes are on the yeah. wrong side. Oh. They just switched places. This is a bad... This is a bad example of how to of, of temptation because um, usually temptation is something like like beautiful, and they're just like, "Hey, you want to make a scary deal?" <laughs> so they recommend they go see Ursula, and there's there's the face of her love. That face, that face, that face. fabulous face. Just look at that face. Yeah. <laughs> it's so gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm singing Taylor Swift. Fight me. <laughs> well, Whoa. when you start the episode. When did Flounder have a nose? I'm going to go do something stupid. You should learn not to talk about me. Mm. Wow. So she's doing it because she wants to make her dad angry. You don't remember Flounder with a nose? No, I don't. I always remember him with a nose. I've been focusing on his cheeks the whole time. Thanks, Pat. Chub, chub, chub. You chubby cheeks. Pinchable. Chub, 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 chub. Everything about that just screams danger. Yeah. (laughs) Let's go! (laughs) It's just a throat, Ariel. Get in there. I never understood the bubbles underwater. Like, to demonstrate that it's underwater, they have to dry up. We're still underwater! (laughs) (laughs) There's oxygen under here. (laughs) Hey, Patrick, let's go to the Krabby Patty! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This looked so so cool on the ride. The seaweed looked like intestines. Yeah! She's going to use all of her... Gross makeup stuffs. Now, I really never thought of her as evil. I always thought this character is just misunderstood. Well, that she, all of the bargains she sets up are bargains that she actively works against people being able to pay. And, you know, so she can, you know, just manipulate stuff. She used to be, the uh, in stuff that they cut from the script, she used to be the Queen of Atlantis. She's actually Ariel's aunt. Oh. Yeah. So she, she got kicked out. So she's an expat. Yep. This is why she's doing this to mess with Ariel's Ariel's dad with Triton. Yeah, and she I would, wants her power. She yeah, and I would and I would back. I would say like Triton is a jerk. Mm-hmm. And she I would rather hang out with Ursula than I would want to hang out with Triton. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm just mad and I want to destroy things. If but if Ursula really wanted to get back at Triton, just like you said, these two should become really good friends, mm-hmm. and uh, then that would be the true trap. It was like, oh, well, I like your enemy way more than I like you. Oh, well. I don't know why, but I keep on thinking she should have, like, one of those cigarettes on a... Oh, yeah! On a, on a cigarette holder. Yeah, what are those things called? Um... I just called cigarette holders. So she's saying that there are a lot of sad people out there and that she can help them. Yeah. 
and you have all these little so shrimp things Dang. warning no. her. Oh. Don't do it. Reminds me of, I can't remember if it was Harry Potter or if it was one of the Lord of the Rings, but somebody's looking into the water and there's all these like ghosts and dead people in there. And it's freaky. That's yeah, it's exactly in, what it reminds me of. It's in both. Really? Yeah. Because there's a bunch of um, really disturbing looking mer people in Harry Potter 4. And yeah. then they have the the cave where there's the in, Lord, in the third Lord of the Rings movie where they have all of the people that the army that died trying to cross the. That's mountain. what it was. Yeah, I just remember being really creeped out by it. And it reminded me so exactly of this. Yeah, it's the three day rule. This is weird because why why is it the Sacred Heart of Christ? That's what yeah. I was. Wait, yeah. what? It doesn't have uh, thorns around it, but other yeah. than that, that's the Sacred yeah, Heart of yeah, Christ. Yeah, <laughs> huh, I had no idea. I thought she was just. Uh, Laying out the rules of the contract. Yeah, but they just—that's just a weird symbolism to use. Why is her hair so much more bigger? Yeah. So the deal is, she'll turn her into human. She has to fall in love. Specifically, she has to kiss the prince by the third. The prince evening. has to kiss her by the third evening, and it has to be true love's kiss. And and if not. She's back into a mermaid, and, and she, she belongs, belongs to Ursula. Okay. And now this, she's going to add this other complication to it. She's going to take Ariel's voice away. It's like, no, it's not... I don't have to pay you. We're, we're gambling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the, the payment is for the gamble. Yeah. So this is the ante. Yeah. Yeah. I love the scale that she sung. I, I yeah. sing it all the time. <laughs> You're a teenager. You can make it work. <laughs> don't forget the importance of body language. <laughs> that ass. Yeah. Sorry, kids. <laughs> yeah. You know, this reminds me of those really um, inappropriate... Merman, merwoman, uh, Christmas ornaments that you can get. Oh, you see yeah. Those? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's so sad. All of the potions were just living creatures that got yeah. smashed and got fire. <laughs> I like this song a lot. And then his face turns into her face. <laughs> That's the, the drag reference again. Oh. Yeah. Huh. For all eternity. <laughs> oh, she doesn't even She doesn't even get the chance to die all the time. On the fortune so And these things that she names are actually sea winds, beluga sabruga. I'm sorry, but a contract is a contract is a contract. She's 16. She's not old enough to sign one. Boom. That is true. Yeah. Uh, Do you think that the Ariel in Disney World in Disneyland, at all the Disney parks, when they sign the the signature book, they try to copy that exact signature? That would be funny. That would be awesome. That that's dedication right there. I didn't there. see an Ariel at Disneyland. Um, the only princess I want to say the only princess I saw was um, Princess Tiana. 
Ooh. I did see Goofy. I did see um, Geppetto was there for some reason. That's, That's kind cool. of yeah. Um, also, Peter Pan yeah. and Captain Hook. Who I I thought Captain Hook would be a a face character, but he actually has a, a headpiece. Oh, okay. Peter Pan is a face character. Oh, and uh, I saw Gaston too. Her hair got longer. Well, you take away your voice. <laughs> oh, sparkly, sparkly. Gotta have longer hair. They, clouds. They should have made her kind of maybe just write a little, make it a little painful. I mean, not make it like a torture scene or anything, but yeah, no, like she gets out and she's like, eh, "No big deal." What? No big. There's a boat ride at Disneyland where you actually go past this castle. A little miniature of it. It's really cool. Have all or many, many of the castles that you know, the princesses lived in, and the tour guide is like you know like very like monotone like. And this is the castle where Prince Eric lived, and he met Ariel and fell in love. <laughs> Be cool if they had the boat. Yeah, <laughs> I want to know why she's not cold right now. Yeah, because now that she's a human, she should have toler distress tolerance yeah. to. Uh, or lack of distress tolerance to the to the temperature. Again, there's a bird on her leg. He can. Shouldn't she that can, hurt? She can still spell uh, speak bird or hear bird. Yeah. Well, she can. She can still hear everything that people just can't talk to her. Or she just can't talk to people. And also, she has no idea how to write. Although she did just a second ago sign, sign her, her own name. name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, <Yeah>. man. <laughs> Just learning to walk. She's got really big feet. That, you know, that's not bad walking for the first, you know, Wait five minute. minutes. Wait a minute. Yeah, she's got no pants on. I... <laughs> yep. They've, they've, they've... Just look at her, all of you, from that angle. <laughs> I totally it's never fine. noticed that. Honestly, I think they're being very respectful. Yeah. Given the, I mean, can you imagine just in the animation room, it's like, okay, how are we going to shoot this so we don't make anybody upset right I now? I mean, her tail, mo her tail moved like it was a person, you know, wearing a mermaid costume. It didn't move like a fish tail. Mm. Oh, yeah, okay. She very much had, you know, knees and a posterior in there. She just didn't really have feet. Oh, she's sad. Yeah. When the little unicorn, the little unicorn, the last unicorn turned into Amalthea, was she naked? No. I, she, I don't remember. I think she, she had a rose. I've got that movie. I, w I, I do too. I, I wish it was 1982. We could cover it. I know. It's as old as I am. Yep. We could cover it in 2022. That's just around the corner, man. Oh. Yeah, well, I want to, I want to watch it um, on my for my birthday that year. I want to do a double feature of... Um, Little or, or the last unicorn and uh, Bambi. So, huh. oh yeah, Bambi also came out that year. No, this... Bambi came out in '42. Oh. so forty years before I was born, and I'll be forty. So, what's the name of this dog right here? Max. Max. Do you think this movie is what got Max the the part in the raccoons? <laughs> <laughs> like they saw him, and I'm like, he was great in the Little Mermaid. We should bring him on. I think the raccoons was before this. And this was the inception of Project Runway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to give you a tarp, some seaweed, and rope. Make it look good. Make it work. <laughs> and now uh, Tim Gunn shows up around the corner. Mm, no, I'm sorry. i got to help you out. I'm sorry if this 
Yeah, no amount of product will make your hair look as good as her hair did. Nope. Wow, uh, did I you see that? It. Did you see that lip bite there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, jeez. He's a little oblivious. Oh, yeah. So. No! No! Very one-dimensional no. character. And the oh, dog, no, it's like the dog knows. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Listen to me, Eric! So this is a trope. Speak? This is a trope called Born Sexy Yesterday. Huh. Born basic- Sexy Yesterday. Yeah, she's basically a baby in the body of a woman. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't understand how things work. I think it'd be absolutely hilarious if Eric said, so I want you to come back to the castle and meet my boyfriend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The biggest um, the biggest example of that is um, the fifth element. Ah, uh, yeah. Yesterday, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, it kind of showed she couldn't really walk very well, so... She was unsure of her There's not screaming, but still. The awesome Edie McClure is the voice of the, uh... Of the... I don't know what her character's name is. The assistant lady. uh, Carlotta. The the classic... The classic uh, Disney chambermaid, which we've seen from Robin Hood to... uh, Beauty and the Beast with the teacup lady. Oh, yeah. Mrs. Potts. Mrs. Potts, yes. Oh, no. But Edie McClure, of course, is from Ferris Bueller. They say that Ferris Bueller is a righteous dude. (laughs) And the the rent-a-car woman in um, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, no, just what he wants to see. And they say in the commentary for this, they'll probably never be able to do this again in a Disney movie. Because the chef in that scene is not a bad guy. Yeah, no. he's just oh, he's, a, he's the, one good guy trying I, to kill another good guy. So it's basically a Tom and Jerry cartoon. As soon as the chef, oh, shows I up. remember yeah. that. I love the chef. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm so wistful. My shirt is so puffy. Why can't I find a girl, Grimsby? <laughs> <laughs> there she is. A vision, he calls. I her. guess she can't sing though. I well, mean, I just totally give her elevator eyes. Yeah, yeah. This what, is terrible. What? What's her? Um, what's her uh, pedigree? Yeah, she's the four. Uh, the, I'll put some what's it. Yeah, must brush my hair with it. I want to know what country they're supposed to be in. Yeah, it's by the sea. I want to say near the Mediterranean. Well, I mean the Spain, the actual fairy tale Portugal. takes part part in Denmark, but in Denmark really. Well, like the actual fairy tale. Yeah. But I bet you it's some um, yeah. This I'm not sure. It's the Netherlands. Well, he's had to clean his face off a lot. I don't think there's any. Subterfuge coming from the from the royal side of things, right? So like, here's our here's our Star Trek connection. This <laughs> is this is Renee Borgenau who plays Odo as uh, no as, way. Louis, as Louis the Chef. Yes, no, yes. <laughs> I sung this in karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad guy. In fact, he's a good guy. He's really yeah. into his cooking. I don't know why, why they give me eyeshadow. <laughs> He just has oh. dark circles. Laughs in rhythm. So so why do butcher knives have uh, a circle in the... So you can hang it on the wall. Uh, oh. 
And you don't want to hang it by the handle, huh? I always wondered about that. There you go. Yeah, hide in plain sight, Sebastian. Just <laughs> don't pound fish, dumbass. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing the salt. I don't think he knows how to do this, right? Well, no. If he's going to um, do, like, lots, you do put a ton of salt on it to cure it. <laughs> Dance, dude. I love that he's, like, so top-heavy and has teeny, teeny little legs. <laughs> There's something else that you have to salt fish for. There's some sort of hurt, dish you're that dead. you just cover it in, like, a you salt are. crust. Because it's going to be hot in my big silver pot. <laughs> What's that about being hot? That. What's that, Jim? No, it's just. Here we go, straight up Tom and Jerry. Yeah. How long? Even the music. Is usually made with lots of salt. Uh huh. And I was thinking there's another classic fish that you just put in, you bake it in a salt crust. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, yeah, totally Tom and Jerry. I almost see a little bit of, uh,. Who framed Roger Rabbit here? Yeah. Yeah, that was their last year's big movie. Well, that was in combination. But who framed Roger Rabbit was Tom and Jerry, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Mrs. Potts, no! Louie, Louie, Louie. Louie, Louie. Oh, look at that beautiful cheese. Yep. <laughs> He's way too angry about his food getting away. I love that she's like she's like mad at a level that's like this is not completely unexpected but super annoying. Yeah. <laughs> so we're serving the food. The steam trays on it. And he is just really into this. Uh oh. Is she gonna do it? And look how huge oh. he is now. He's totally yeah. out of proportion. That's He's like as big as like the, food right there yeah. too. It looks like a what? Well, who's Sebastian? Yeah, no, he's he was Seba gigantic. He was the size of that whole plate. Sebastian is like a, should be like about the size of a quarter. Oh really? I yeah. thought he was like the size of a fist. No, I would think he was about the size of a quarter. Little 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 guy. Huh. Like a, you know, like a hermit crab is. They're little teeny things. Oh, he's a hermit crab. Yeah. How did I never notice that? I, I love this scene because he's like he's playing with his dog and she's watched with a smile on her face like yeah it's me and the dog time but night yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah just me just me and the dog <laughs> just FYI brushing your hair with the fork does see, not work yeah see how really? see how no. little he is there compared to the the hairbrush he's that tiny lettuce leaf is like as big as his whole body oh uh, yeah she loves the soft bed. That's a good animated bounce there. Yeah, I like it when cartoon characters aren't rigid when they're fluid. Yeah. Why? What the? Is man. he trying to tell us about the birds and the bees here? No, he's no, trying just to tell us. Just a reminder. Uh, yeah, you got. You're on a mission here, Missy. Yeah, that's true. Earlier, Bryant and I watched a video about how uh, animated characters for a long time were drawn in what is called the uh, squash and bounce style. Or the squash and stretch style. Huh. And that's very much how Sebastian is animated. He stretches out and then he squashes in. Uh, mm. Yeah. Gonna look at him. So has anybody told the king yet? Nope, here comes nope. that This guy. Hole. We've looked everywhere. Except for the surface. 
I feel bad because I have the teensiest crush on Sebastian and I thought I might have been a little bit too direct. (laughs) 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 That's a really weird outfit for a seahorse. It's a... um, it's like it's literally, it's like literally a. You know what? He reminded who a candy he, a candy wrapper that somebody threw in the ocean. He <laughs> reminds me of Robin Williams as the head of the moon in. Uh, oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> in uh, Munchausen. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, I love that. Movie. Why? Why is he? Why is he doing that? The queen is tickling his feet. <laughs> can Can we do that movie on a Shirley? Yes. Holy yes. Yeah, it's coming up. It's either. Next year or the year after. Yeah, I'm gonna come for that right now. How cool would it be if we saw Bill walking through with some books in this scene? Well, Bill didn't exist yet. Yeah, yeah. they would they would have because they yes. put Bell in all sorts of other movies. She's in uh, she's in Aladdin and she's in uh, what? Yeah, yeah she's yeah. one of the. There's a bunch of figurines in Aladdin, and one of them is Beast, and one of them is Bell, oh. and one of them is Chip. Um, and then in Hunchback, she's walking around reading her book. Huh. And then Hercules has the tea set from Beauty and the Beast. Huh. You know, the kingdom also reminds me of uh, the kingdom entangled. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. No They could easily fear. had them be, uh, them be Rapunzel's parents. See, this is Vanessa here. Ha 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 Except I don't, I don't think she'd be that quiet about it. No. <laughs> now... I like this song a lot. I like Kiss the Girl a lot. Do I like the idea that they would have, like, a boys' choir singing at a prom at a high school in 2019? No. <laughs> I don't like that. What? what? Is that, like, a promposal? Yeah, no, it's, like, an, it's, it's totally, totally an anti-consent song if you yes. look at the, what the lyrics to it. Well, okay, so audience, turn on your subtitles and read the lyrics <laughs> no, to this totally song. No, it's totally anti-consent. It's like I don't care. Isn't there like there's like I don't care what she says or if she yeah. doesn't look like she she wants it, do it anyway. Yeah. What? Pretty much. Very Don Bluth here with the seagull doing the the song. And she can probably hear rhythm to it, but now it's Sebastian's turn. Oh, look at those cute mallards. Yeah, we're all the lady ducks. Well, like, oh, they've got turtles. They don't yeah. need ladybugs. And, and the turtles are enjoying it. Wins. Words. Oh, I wonder. I wonder if those reeds were a callback to the uh, to that early Disney movie where the storm was coming in at an old windmill. Do you oh, remember yeah. Remember that? Uh, it's called the old mill. Yeah. That was where they first used the multi-plan camera. Oh, I was terrified when I watched that. Well, they used to show it as part of the Disney Halloween special. Oh, wow. Probably the last few times they did the Disney Halloween special, they had Ursula's uh, Poor Unfortunate Souls song in it. But Yeah, the old mill was part of it. They'd have the mirror be like, oh, and here comes a storm, and then they'd show There's it. There's one way to ask her. Just kiss yeah. her. Now, don't and now do- they have these, flaming- these flamingos show up, and it's like, yeah. so this could only be Florida. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we found out where it yeah. takes place. Well, okay, to be fair, she does Ain't want him to kiss sad. her. Yes. Which is why it's fine. The, girl. the song is fine in the context of this movie. But when you're like dressed like the whip and poops, <laughs> and just kind of like singing in a dance. I love how he's trying to guess her name, Mildred. No. How about 
She does look like a Rachel. Well, she did write her name at one point, so maybe you go find a piece of paper, Ariel. Whoa! (laughs) Wait, wait, how do you guess it? He just figured it out. Did someone whisper it when I wasn't looking? I think Sebastian did. Okay. Oh, so this is a willow tree. And it's true, there's nothing more romantic than being under willows. Yeah? It is really nice, yeah. Okay. Problem is that, you know, spiders like to build giant webs <laughs> in there. <so. laughs> I do like willows, though. Willows yeah. are pretty trees. Man, Sebastian is the wingman here. He right? really wants his, Well, he wants her life to be saved. Yeah. yeah. So he's pulling out all the resources. And she just looks hypnotized. And then all of a sudden, there are fireflies. Yeah. Yeah, this is totally <laughs> in uh, Florida. Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Off the coast of Florida. Because they don't have fireflies in Europe, do they? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Oh, look at that. <laughs> now, I think the barracudas uh, screw this up, right? Yep. Come over and knock the, knock the boat over. Those ducks were way too into it. Yeah. They, they, do have, um, they do have flamingos in Italy. Okay. So... Eh? But fireflies. The fireflies, yeah. Oh yeah, because so, that, because that. Uh, how about just kiss that now. flamingo on uh, on Sesame Street was Italian. Oh yeah. Placido flamingo. That's right. Ah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, that's right. She thinks that uh, Ariel's too easy, so she's gonna yeah. come down as a woman yeah, herself. Yeah, and, and that beauty. woman's name is Vanessa. Yes. No. Yes, it yes. Is. Oh no. That's what you really look like. <laughs> she almost looks like Demona from Gargoyles there. Oh, yeah. When she did the transition. And who was the voice of Demona? Uh, the, um, Deanna Troy. Sergis, Marina, yep. yeah. Really? Yep. yep. Oh, oh. pulling a Patrick, uh, pulling a Picard here. <laughs> got his flute, yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say he was pulling a Riker. He's got the one leg up. Oh, he needs a beard. Oh. Grimsby's like, I don't know. Why any girl wouldn't want to date an emo guy who plays his flute, flute. in the fog like you <laughs> with the, like one leg up on the balance drawn. <laughs> that like, is totally Riker. Yeah. <laughs> Riker wouldn't be so shy though. True. He'd be like that cape would have like epaulets on it and what? <laughs> the pants would have, the pants would have like nine blouses and he, he'd look like MC Hammer walking around. <laughs> Alright, why did he throw his flute in the ocean? Because he just he just can't find her. Oh no! There's another woman. <laughs> like, this is how stuff happens. Give me wind! Give me wind to rip up my hair! What? Distracted by a pretty face. It's just like when there's a pie on a windowsill, except yeah. it's music going into mm. your eyes. <laughs> Next time I see a really good looking pie, it's gonna be Ariel's voice that goes yeah. in my yeah. head. <laughs> She's in a different bedroom this time. Yeah. Oh, she looks rough. Yeah. yeah. Well, she... F- she did fall in the water. Yep. Where's that awesome hairspray that you had yeah. not too long ago? Wait, quick, get the fork! <laughs> wow. Yeah. You know, this guy just is quick to love getting married yeah. in one day. Well, maybe he was enchanted. I think he was uh, enchanted. Oh, okay. Enchanted is really fun. If you haven't seen that, yes, that's a really fun movie. Oh yeah, Stardust is Amy fun Adams. too. 
Oh, yes. Stardust is great. Oh, I love Stardust. I need to rewatch that and review it. Who's the female? There's the your male? CGI again. I, Whoa, is that? What? Yeah. They use CGI in this. Yeah. No, they do. When she reached out of the hole, that was CGI as well. And uh, I think some of the shots of the ship, too. Who's the female in what? Who's the female in what? Sasha. Hmm? Who's the female? Oh, no. I meant who's the male uh, lead in in uh, Stardust? Uh, Charlie Cox, who plays Daredevil on um no Netflix. kidding. Yes. Wow, because I say that he, Eric reminds me of that guy. A little bit, yeah. Huh. Kind of the because he isn't like super buff. He's more eye candy. She's so sad. Yeah. Oh, look at that. See th- what he's wearing now. That's something what Riker would wear. Because it's got epaulets. It's got shiny buttons. I heard. <laughs> I heard uh, on one planet Riker wore feathers. Yeah. Oh, they got the wedding boat. Look at that. There's the wedding cake on the boat. And she's not even invited. Like, that girl that we let live with us and feed and gave her nice clothes. And, and almost she should, kissed. Literally she should the not night come before. to the wedding. Yeah. Fire the wedding planner. Terrible wedding planner. Oh, yeah. well, they had to do it on a budget. It was, it was on a boat and they needed a head count. <laughs> I had a friend uh, who uh, grew up in Guam. And when they got married, uh, they the problem in Guam is when you throw a wedding, the whole freaking island shows up to your wedding. Oh. Uh-huh. So they decided to have the wedding on a boat uh-huh. and not tell anybody. And then only the family would show up. And now Ursula's singing in Ariel's voice. Plot twist. Yeah. Um, I, I was, I was going to ask, um, why is it that... So I was going to ask, what did the the voice actor actress of Ariel think about not talking for the majority of the film? It's not even the majority of the film, though. She gets her big song, and, and again, it's Jodie Benson's the actress's name. She gets there to to sing that song. It's so weird looking at the, this castle now after going on that ride, because they did such a good job of doing that model. It's got the stairs down to the river and everything. Mm-hmm. It was your pipes. She stole your pipes. Pipes, peeps. This guy is just a hot mess. Yeah, they got Buddy Hackett to do the narration for the um, Little Mermaid ride before he passed away. I'd like to hear uh, Mr. Hackett as the chief engineer. So when the when engineering is blowing up. Oh yeah. Oh, listen, Captain. Everything's bad. Because <laughs> he's. Dustin Hoffman. Well, can she not? I, you know, since she has legs and she just learned how to walk, can she swim? How weird would it be if you were a mermaid and then got your legs and then couldn't swim? And would she be afraid to drown? Uh, well, yeah, she would lose. The, she would not be afraid to drown. But she probably would drown. Yeah. Oh, there's some continuity back to where they were the night before, where we saw all the birds lived. Oh yeah. There's your sea lions. Or, 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 I would definitely watch or, Ariel the sea, liner, sea lion. Yeah. And mystery guests who we don't know and never see again. Eric and doesn't look very oh, happy. Oh, kicks a dog. Yeah. Oh, there's the uh, priest. Yep. Mad priest. there. Um, a much less excitable priest in this version. Seriously, Flounder, yeah. you were able to move a big marble statue. But not a barrel with a girl sitting on it. Yes. And those barrels aren't too heavy. Are we on the third day already? I know. It seems like it's only yeah, the second day. Yeah, I think we day. missed a day. 
Yeah, I think we only did two days. Yeah, she got there. Wait, no, she got there, spent the night, the one night. So then they had their date the next day. So yeah, this is the third day. No, it works. Okay. She spent the night there. Then they went out and did the horsey thing. And then they had the sing- kiss the girl dance. That was night two. So this is night three. So it's this. Oh, they're bouncing around like a yoga ball. The cool thing, though, is Ariel has incredible upper body strength. Yeah. <laughs> she climbed that rope hand over hand. Yikes. A screaming seagull. Oh, bit by a dog. We should tell... Oh, um, and there's the voice. When we're, off, when we're off mic, we should tell epic wedding failure stories. Because <laughs> it made me think of a story my cousin told me. So she gets her voice back. Is the contract broken? No. 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 She can talk. Yeah, now let's get married. Right <laughs> now. Talk. You can Aww. talk. Therefore, I, I have value. What? <laughs> You gotta kiss me, like, right now. Oh, man, she's got a horrible <laughs> smoker's voice. Okay. It's back to the trailer park for you. Oh, she's huge. I mean, she's hideous. <laughs> Something tells me I could have stopped that. Yes. <laughs> There we go. Well, King Daddy. Torso. I mean, King Triton. <laughs> Read the contract. I can burn it with fire. Don't what? what? <laughs> meanwhile, or meanwhile, while he's doing that, he just pops her soul like a cherry tomato. Yeah. Well, the contract's still there, but I mean, I blasted it real good, so. She's dead. It, it's interesting how how much value they put into a contract and how it can't be broken. Yep. Well, it's a so classic, a contract wants... is a classic tool of genocide. So. Yeah, true. I don't so know. He's going out to find his other true love before he got it. distracted. It's so sad to watch her wilt into a little weird yeah. thing. It was must have been spooky for kids. I don't, I don't remember that anything like scared or bugged me in the movie. I was, again, I was so with this movie the whole time. It's kind of cool though that her dad took her place. Yep. And look at these expert whaling skills he's about to pull out. He's got his beard and everything. He's like, I'll still let you be king. I'll come visit you here. I'll feed you little goldfish flakes. Her, her downfall is just totally hubris. Because <coughs> yeah. she just gets <coughs> that a ship runs into Excuse her. Excuse me. <laughs> Wait. Contractor, no, but she lives and dies by the contract, yeah. I thought. Whoops! <laughs> oh, careful, careful, crap. <laughs> Should have brought an oar to hit the barracudas with. Barracuda! I was just, gonna, I was just thinking of that song. Yeah, you got him, Flounder. I want to try it again. Oh, man. Oh, she... Well, did they just die? Yeah, they just exploded. Wow. That's why I was saying it's like... 
Triton hit her just as hard and she had the contract in front of her and she just popped her like a cherry tomato. Mm-hmm. I'll never let go, Jack! Yeah. I'll never <laughs> let go! This is how Titanic should have ended. <laughs> <laughs> just pops up. I, I'm sorry, but the script says he dies. <laughs> it was my iceberg. <laughs> Again, I would watch that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, a tentacle. Is that part of the ride? <laughs> it's all no. you can eat, sushi boys. Um, Fire up the rice cooker. <laughs> they have the uh, the wedding scene, and then they say what happened, and you're in a different room, and that's the end of the movie. This is kind of terrifying. Yeah. Wow. A lot terrifying. If if I was uh, if I was a wee one, so like in fourth, fifth, or sixth, well maybe but not. But you were a wee one. Well, this came out when I was in ten, but I didn't see it until I was in high school. Oh right. Okay. I was because uh, we watched it in choir. I was seven and it didn't bug me. Um, I'm trying to think of the first. I don't. I can think of things I watched on the video that really scared me, but I can't think of like the first thing I ever saw in the theater that was really scary. Hey, is that his boat that just sank? In the opening well, of the man, film? Man band. Yeah, man yeah. Band come out of the... Yeah. How cool would it be if he, like, went back to his cabin where the secret compartment is, where he gets, like, some magic thing? Yeah, see, counter? all the all the ships that were sunk are now coming to the surface. Alright. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember he impales her. Spoiler. Yeah, it's a kind of a weak ending. Or she becomes the Kraken. I saw her skeleton. It was white. Somehow this doesn't feel like this is how it was supposed to end. Uh, How would you have ended it? I don't know. See, I don't... I don't know the original story of The Little Mermaid so well. Does anybody here know how... The original story? Eric finds some other true love... Doesn't marry her, and she turns into sea foam. She yeah. Turns into sea foam. Oh, like, so it's no more of like a grim fairy. Yeah. yeah. So it's a story of this is what happens when you jump in with your heart, not yeah. with your head. So she got fooled by a pretty face. Yeah. And there we are, back to the beginning of the film, where she rescues him again. I know a lot of people that thought that The Little Mermaid was originally a Japanese folktale just because of how it ended. Huh. The original one? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. No, I always thought it was a Nordic thing. But Triton, you have like, what, six other daughters who are older than her? So, you know, just cut this one. Yeah, the the population of Atlantica really increased pretty pretty extremely there with all of uh, Ursula's people turning back human. Oh, yeah. Which makes me wonder how good of a leader he is if all these people have to go to Ursula. He's yeah. not a good leader at all. No, he. And that he, and it is, it's like, she should be a little bit mad with what all she went through that he could do that with his Triton giver. Right? Yeah. yeah. But he gave her a dress. Yeah. Look at that dress. Sparkly, sparkly. That's the <laughs> seafoam reference, yeah. I bet. Yeah. I'm not gonna True love's kiss. Naked. There we go. Oh, and the, the dog, dog came with him. And that totally happens. The dog gets in the yeah. way all the time. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Mrs. Potts, the legend, number of people. Legend, third wheel legend. So now we're going to expose our entire world to... Well, now they got an in. They won't be murdered are living outside of the water? Yeah. Well, the, you, you, saw, you saw him outside yeah. of the water quite a bit when they went to see Scuttle. They could breathe out of the water. Yeah. <laughs> what? Really? This guy's going to do that to a wedding cake? Yep. Uh, well, he's a little crazy. A little. A terrible wedding. Hey, you ever see Black Christmas? <laughs> Wait, didn't we see that, uh... Oh, no, the last time he got hit in the face, his mustache was on fire. Yeah. Okay. And everybody's happy. And that is a total 80s-style wedding. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Puff sleeves. sleeves. And Shirley would have gone crazy. I wonder yeah. if they were trying to imitate Diana. Could oh, be. Lady D? It yeah. had been... Lady. Yeah, I guess it had only been like Lady nine years since they got died. married. I think they were they were married in 1980. Uh, a monarch doesn't bow to another monarch. Yeah. But anyway, really, I didn't yes. know that. That does actually. Well, look a lot is like she a princess? Princess now? dies, or is she? Yeah, no, yeah. Eric should not have bowed to Triton. Really? Yeah, I mean, he's a prince. He's Eric a king. is a monarch. Huh. So. Oh, there's anyways, all the lost souls. So yeah. there they go on the love boat. And, the, and they kiss again, Aww. uninterrupted. So, what, so <laughs> you come back ten years later, they're still in that pose. What was the point of that? Um, thirty years old. So, little girl had a a crush. So she. It's basically the story of a daddy's girl. A da- daddy's girl had a crush on a guy she barely knows. And signed a contract that basically risked her life unless she married the guy she doesn't know. Yeah. That was a terrible movie. Yeah. Oh, oh my hush. gosh. That's a great movie. Well, what is, hush. No wonder, what no wonder society is so upside down. It's great, it's great animation. It's great songs. It's like, yes, there are a million things wrong with it. There are a million things wrong with it. But it just... It brings it brings me joy every time I watch it. I I watched it this I watched it this morning in anticipation of recording this podcast, and it was like it just put me in a happy mood. I watched <laughs> I you know doing it with you guys. I was again in a great mood the whole time. Yay! Yeah, I had fun hating this. Good. <laughs> I'm well, glad you had fun. No, it, it was fun. It's like the comment I heard somebody said about. Uh, Romeo and Juliet. Oh, Romeo and Juliet, no. such a such a tragic story. Get over it. It was two teenagers who met one night and six people yes. died. Yes. <laughs> Not to mention oh, that look, Juliet. Louis was all got of the like very 13. first credit. Renee yeah, Georgia. thirteen or fourteen. No kidding. Nice. Yep. Was such a? I, I was gonna say not to mention that Juliet was only like thirteen or fourteen. Um. Yeah, well, I'm just, I'm such a sucker for, for plot, and so if it's not like a, <laughs> Yeah, like, sorry. I it's, just, ju- it's just a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> but there's so many other things that are cartoons that have a wonderful plot. Yeah, but this and kicked off, this kicked off the Disney Renaissance. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is what started it. The, the, yeah. This is what really gave them the passing speed and the final leg of the race, and just buried the other animation studios. Uh, so, I don't know. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it when I was uh, in high school choir because we could watch something and not do work in school. Uh, the songs are catchy, but I don't think that I could sing them without getting into a lot of trouble. Right. Uh, so, mm-hmm. it's it's a 
it's it's something from my past that I think should live in the past. Uh, like Dumbo, but yeah, exactly. It's like it, it was nice to see again. Song There's of the a South. movie I've never yeah. seen. Oh jeez, I've never actually seen Dumbo. Dumbo? Dumbo's neat. Yeah. Uh, so it's made I, by scabs, but it's neat. If 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 I had to give this a rating, I'd have to probably go like conveyor belt sushi rolls. <laughs> uh, so so maybe about. Three out of five octopus sushi rolls without signing a contract to to wave my voice and, and life away. Uh, what what would you give this? Here? I gotta I gotta give it five out of five. I just it's it's a it's a really fun movie. Um, I mean I'm probably it's you know since I sat and watched it twice in a day it's gonna be up on the shelf for a while. But you know I bought the the most recent Blu-ray, not the one. There's there's one that like came with a storybook and all this other stuff. It's like I didn't I didn't need that, but I have the you know the commentary I can listen to. The commentary track is really interesting, and it's just a great story of how you know Disney animation almost died, mm-hmm. and this is what brought it back, and it's it's still going strong even though it's CGI now. It was thirty years. And it was now? A, it was yeah. a great you know I was seven when this movie came out, and you know until my early teens. It was just an, it was a special thing to go see a Disney animated movie on the big screen, and this is what this is what kicked it off. Even though I probably well not even probably I definitely seen Disney movies on the big screen before this because I saw um, what is it um, the Great Mouse Detective. Oh yes, when I was four, and I saw like the re-release of Snow White. I saw the re-release of. 101 Dalmatians, which was after mm-hmm. this, but um, Bambi, I saw that on the big screen, which I think was before this. I think that could, that was done in 86 or 87. So so it's a romantic reminisce for you. It totally is. It's, it's, there's a, it's a lot of nostalgia. It's a lot of, you know, I like Disney trivia. I like just stuff about animation. I mean, before this, we were sitting here watching Chuck Jones' Tom and Jerry cartoons and Bryant and I watched a, docu- a very short documentary about history of Bugs Bunny before this. It's just it, it's my wheelhouse. Great, cool. Brent. I give it three conveyor belt sushi seared <laughs> salmon. <laughs> uh, I would say uh, back in the day, yeah, I would give it five, but you know, it just you know, it didn't. I don't know if it didn't travel well, or I'm just a absolutely totally different person now. So a little more. <laughs> And I know I've learned the real story, so maybe I'm a little jaded by that also. So, so really, it sounds like re- self-awareness, growth, and real life kind of shattered yeah. this. As all things from childhood. You yeah. know, it's easy to fill the cup when you're little. And, and when you're bigger and older, you've got more to fill the cup with. But we will, we will also be talking about uh, All Dogs Go to Heaven, which was the other big animated movie of 1989. Oh. I have things to say about that. <laughs> All right, and then uh, Miss Jim. Probably two out of five um, of those, like the egg on top of rice sushi. I'm with Nagiri. Yes, Nagiri. I just, I don't know. I, I was, I had fond memories of it, and then rewatching it, and I think it's kind of like what Brian says, or also what Sasha was saying, is that viewing it now as an adult especially after all of these other Disney movies have come out. And like mm-hmm. I said, I'm a plot person. Um, so 
it's much better plot than than this. It felt like it had no substance. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I couldn't really. I guess the music was okay, but I even there's even Disney movies that I liked that had better music. So yeah, like a two out of five. It was interesting to look back on and be like, oh, I can't believe I didn't see that before. But yeah. all for nostalgia's sake, but nothing that I would if it came out right now I probably wouldn't like it all oh time. god everybody would hate it <laughs> it, 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 couldn't, it couldn't survive if it was born today yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Wow. so yeah two out of five but back then probably like a three I don't know a three so it sounds like five for Patrick and two and three for everybody else uh, the the consensus is is that we all kind of wax poetic about the good old days when we were kids and we can watch this without consequence. But now that we're adults, there are consequences to the messages and actions that this movie portrays. So uh, there it is. We'd like to thank you guys for joining us on a another wonderful episode of Shore Leave. Uh, Shore Leave is a continuing series of movies from the 80s and 90s that we uh, like to review uh, when we have breaks in our regular podcast. And what's a regular podcast? Podcast is Next Generation's First Generation, where we talk about episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation on the 30th anniversary of when they were released. That's why we talked about Commander Riker so much in this oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. So if you want to catch our podcast, Next Generation's First Generation, just look for us on iTunes, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get podcasts. Can and we're on Facebook, in? too. Yep. We have an email address. If you want to pi uh, pipe in with some commentary, it's at nextgenfirstgenpod at gmail.com. Again, that's nextgenfirstgenpod at gmail.com. And we want to thank the, the Two True Freaks for hosting our short leave episodes. Yes, Good very much. to uh, Scott Gardner and Chris Honeywell. All right, with that being said, I'd like to say, have a wonderful day. <laughs> <laughs> So you're the guest. So Sasha, what's so, a Star Trek? Hi, Next I'm the guest. So Sasha, what is Star Trek? <laughs> Seek us out at Next Generation's First Generation at iTunes, Google Play, and YouTube. Music credits include Electric Car by Poddington Bear, Broke for Free, As Colorful as Ever. James P. Funk by Black Ant. Old School My School by Cheese and Pot C. Audio Engineering by Sasha Shouties. Chief Meme Maker and episode cover credit goes to Matthew Kirshner. Logo and graphic art design credit goes to David Clawwitter. And special thanks to Patrick Delmore for working with other podcasts to make sure the good word gets out. Do you have a podcast that you think people should be listening to? Send us your promos and we'll play them on the show. If you'd like to email the show, you can email us at nextgenfirstgenpod at gmail.com. I've been Patrick Delmore. And this is Sasha Shouties. Thank you very much for listening and have a wonderful day. Good night. Thank you.